Hello, love. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Um, I posted one yesterday, and I posted one the other day, and I realized I don't have to be on any kind of time schedule. So when I feel like I want to post, I'm going to post. Sometimes I won't post for three weeks at a time. Sometimes I'll post three days in a row. Right now, I just drank a bunch of coffee, and <laughs> I talked to a bunch of people for some clarity, and I made some big moves, and so right now I'm just feeling like this is the perfect flow state to kind of just talk about how you should navigate change in your life um, from my human experience to yours. And I'm hoping it doesn't get loud in a minute because the place I'm staying has dogs in my sister's house, and um, one of them just ran to the fence. There's like this, I don't know what kind of dog it is, but it's on the other side, and it has... <laughs> it's I was so laugh. Its bark is just like the funniest freaking thing ever. So anyhow, um. So yeah, and I'm pretty sure the dog just rolled in the other dog's poop. <laughs> right now I'm like in like such like you know when you drink coffee but it doesn't give you like the jitters. It just just like stimulates like your neurodivergent brain. Most people that are listening to this are probably neurodivergent because we're all traumatized in some way. Neurodivergency is a trauma response. Therefore, if I say something, most likely it will resonate because the universe is going to put us in the same path. So my words are feeling clear. We're going to talk about navigating change. So yesterday I kind of talked about the change that was happening in my life. Um, I'll kind of break down again. I actually kind of wrote down in my journal like all the change that happened and all the little things. So I think we're actually going to go through my journal real quick and I'll talk about my awareness of change a little bit ago. So actually, let's quickly talk about some life lessons. Basically, I love newness. That's the conclusion that I came to. And I love change when I feel in control of it. When there's change that I'm not in control of, I effing hate it because, excuse me, I am just like, I don't know where I'm going. I have no awareness I feel like I cannot surrender it's everything that I've known has been tossed out the window and it's just wild because the surrender takes your ego your protection mechanism to take a fucking seat and it's like it's like giving a kid that's like on a sugar rush or like you know when you drink caffeine I guess and you some people get bad anxiety it's like telling that person to set still they can't do that You cannot just give a child a box of cookies and expect them to sit down and be quiet. Like, that's not the way the human body works. Same with, like, somebody who struggles with caffeine anxiety. You can't just set them down and expect them to shut up and be quiet and not move. When probably their body's shaking, they need to move, they need to do something. So that's what it feels like when change happens and you are not in control of it. The other thing is I often feel like I don't have a grasp on things. And I think I mentioned this in another episode. I may have deleted it though because I'll make a bunch of episodes throughout like a week. Just like ranting about life and I'll decide whether I want to post it or not. And often it's no because I'll like judge myself for it. But so I don't know if I posted this or not. But um, I actually I don't even know if the words that I wanted to say want to come out of my mouth because they just disappeared. Um, also when I speak, I want to speak with more confidence. I learned that in like freshman and sophomore year of high school, how to speak with confidence. And then ever since 
COVID, I like I gained confidence in different areas except for speaking, and so I want to speak more clearly, more articulate, more articulately. And one time I had somebody, and I don't know, this really bothered me, and I still kind of think about it. But I've had somebody literally tell me like, "You're too articulate with your words. Like you don't need to be so articulate." And I'm like, I love when I'm articulate because that means my vocabulary is expanded. That means I sound like. When I sound very and I speak very articulately, articulately, no, I can't even say it, articulately. <laughs> um, it's because I'm like in flow state. I'm having all these words that I've learned over my lifetime come out through my mouth, through my voice box, speaking them into words that other humans know. So don't let anybody tell you the way that you speak is wrong. Sometimes I stutter. Sometimes my words don't make sense. I've literally also had somebody, and this was a, an adorable experience. I literally had somebody that I was talking to like a, a couple months ago, literally be like, "You don't have to reiterate your sentence. You don't have to explain to me because even if your sentences don't make sense over text or in per, like over the phone, they still make sense to me because I'm, you know, neurodivergent. You are too, and my words make sense. And I'm like, thank you for reiterating that because I often think that I have to constantly talk in circles because people don't understand what I'm saying." But when people can just reassure to me that my words do make sense, even if they don't make sense, then yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyhow, um, what else was I gonna say? I just received a text that made my stomach drop a little bit, so <laughs> I'm a little distracted now. So okay, just circling back to navigating change, um, and I think I'll go back to the idea that I was thinking about beforehand, but. Navigating through change um, is difficult because often the only change that a lot of a lot of change that does happen is out of our control. Um, the change that I do know that I am in control of is changing your room. I loved when I was in my own space. I loved changing my room all the time. I loved getting rid of things and getting new things. I loved um, changing my appearance. Like every six months, I would either cut my hair new ways or dye my hair some way or try new makeup style or you know start a new clothing style and now I kind of dress intuitively to the way that my internal feels outside of me so like if I feel very like fun loving then I'm going to dress very much like fairy-esque like I will wear layered skirts and random tank tops and I will do cool fun like rave makeup on like a normal Tuesday just going to the park or whatever um, and when I'm feeling eh, I'll just like literally stay in my pajamas all day, which is also completely fine. That's like an art form. Staying in your, in your pajamas, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so my change that I really invoked on too was I had an Instagram that I had since I was in seventh grade and it was a Instagram that I've had, well, yeah, seventh, eighth, nine, 10, 11, 12, one. So what is that? That's seven years. I had an Instagram for seven years, seven or eight years. So I had so much on there. But I also had a lot of people from my past that I didn't resonate with or that made me uncomfortable that I just had to cut ties with and I did not know how to do that. And when something makes me uncomfortable, if I can't navigate through it, I will literally just shut it down because I don't think I'm deserving of just setting through that uncomfortability when it's something that cannot be changed. 
um and I think that's like a strong beautiful boundary of mine that sometimes people don't understand they're like why would you do that why would you just cut ties why would you just cut losses and I'm like if it's no longer serving me I don't want anything to do with it if it makes me uncomfortable and it's nothing's happening or nothing's changing I'm not going to sit there in that like for instance when people make me uncomfortable and they're not seeming to change I will remove them off of social media I will remove their phone number and I'll remove any pictures I have with them because I can't do that anymore I will cut losses with them um because that is how I feel better it makes my nervous system more regulated and that is a very beautiful thing to just be able to cut and dry like cut and delete what no longer is serving you and I've had patterns in the past where things might not be good for me but I just stay within it and I stay and stay and stay until that thing leaves and that feels worse sometimes and me just realizing that I have to cut losses then um excuse me (laughs) burping is so fun I I think I talk about that a lot in podcasts but people will burp around me and be like oh my god I'm so sorry and I'm like no like I rate my friends burps I talk about this all the time on this podcast too it's just a cute little thing of being human like they say that burping too is like you being able to like express your throat chakra or like your solar plexus too because that's where your stomach is you're diving from the deeps and letting that air pass through and releasing it and I feel bad for people that don't just let burps rip I don't know what British queen told people they had to be proper and then they brought it to the Americas but there's nothing against England, there's nothing against the UK or anybody that's British, but I swear, all these manners came from England. Like, having to have good posture and walking like a lady or whatever, maybe that's just um, a misconception of mine. But that's what I think of, it's just like a queen being like, you cannot do that. Me being like, well, why the hell not? Like, it's fucking human. Um, circling back around. So yeah. I deleted my Instagram and I had almost 2,000 followers on it and I had so many connections from over the years and I've been in like this healing place of like for three years so three years of healing connections and everything but I was just done I could not hold on to my old past of like seven like the four years before that of Instagram peoples and my old life I was just so ready to cut losses I was so ready to just move on from that which had hurt me which did not serve me anymore so I deleted it. Cold turkey, I was like, that's it. So I made a new Instagram. And although I miss now sometimes the old posts that I had on there to like show my old life to people, because sometimes people will find my Instagram. And they're like, oh, your life like just got cool or whatever. I'm like, oh, no, my life has been dope for a while now. <laughs> I guess it's like what I want to try to like prove to people or like the old like content that I had that was like very fun loving and very like um had really good info but I couldn't just transfer everything over and my Instagram just kind of felt dead like I felt like I was posting for the wrong reasons and now I have a lot more intentions behind it so I also felt like I needed to find intentions and some kind of aesthetic that I wanted to follow through with to show my creation and my craft um and so that was the first move and uh the other change around that time was actually no I'll just talk about social media first and then I'll go through my journal and tell you all about the change that's happened the past year and then um TikTok was next I had a TikTok of almost I think it was like 14.2k or something like that um on TikTok and 
god i when i first started that tiktok account it meant so much to me um i started i think may of 2021 and that platform i decided that i wanted to be an influencer then and after like i think nine nine or ten months of posting i was an influencer type of situation like if you call like 10k followers and influencer like i was posting about trauma healing and spiritual healing and poems and how to fall in love with nature and connecting with mother earth gaia pachamama you know all these things and i loved that account so freaking much but then all of a sudden it started feeling dead and i'm like when something starts feeling dead i gotta move on i can no longer hold on to this and so that was another change for me that i had in control um, and now I look back and sometimes I miss some of the videos that I did post because they were awesome and I loved them. And there was a version of me on there that was my favorite version of me that I've lived in this existence so far that I had such an attachment to and that I do still have an attachment to that I'm like, oh God, I feel like I abandoned her. But now I know that she would understand that where I, what I had to do and she really wanted to be an influencer and she got to that state, but it just, I felt like being an influencer was gonna like fill a void in me and like as soon as I got like 10k I could like post a poetry book and like you know I can always do that no matter what the following I have is but I felt like if I got like this this platform then so many things would change in my life and you know actually a lot of things did change and I had a lot of connections but it just did not fill that void that I was expecting and often when we think things outside of us are going to fill a void and we get to them we realize that they don't and that was a lesson that I learned and so I made the decision and I deleted my old TikTok account and I started a new one and it's for my it's my cinematography it's for my videography it's for my photography wait cinematography for photography videography my poems and then just any other channeled advice I want to share um and I miss all the connections that I had on there but I know that I can restart that my for you page is looking more spectacular than ever um although all of them are like guided help videos a lot of them are and I find myself like stepping into that place of like self-improvement project like constantly where I'm just like oh this is a new way to see things and so I have like a folder on there that's like um we needed guidance and yesterday I was just scrolling at night and I just deleted it I just got it back today I might delete it again just because I was just like in this addictive loop of, oh, well, that can help me and that can help me. But no, what I need to look at is what's around me in the physical, not what's around me in this, you know, online interweb type of situation. There's truth to all of it, but sometimes you just have to stop comparing yourself to everybody and you just have to see what's in front of you. Um, and I get really, really overwhelmed when I'm scrolling on social media and I'm seeing everybody doing things that I want to do but I just don't know how to do them I immediately shut down I'm like I look at it and I'm like I want that so bad but then when I get the opportunity to do it I'm like whoa this is taking a lot of effort this is taking a lot of change there's a is that a crane across the little sidewalk here it's going in my little it might be a it's not a white duck I don't know what kind of bird it is but it's a white bird. White kind of means, like, purity to me, or, like, oh, God, I don't know if that's, like, my actual definition, or if that's just what I think by society, but I guess that's the first thing that I think of is, like, 
a clean slate. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Um, so beautiful. Now circling back around to my journal. <laughs> There's also going to be a lot of background noise. Kind of how in um, yesterday's one, if you ended up... If you listen to all my things that like come out consecutively, I love you and you deserve a kiss on the face because... Some of you guys, like, message me and you're like, I've been listening to you forever. And I'm like, oh my god, I feel so loved. Like, and it's just beautiful. I'm like, damn. Because this podcast will be two years old in August. And the person that inspired me to make a podcast, I chatted with both of them. And, like, one of them I've had, like, calls with. And it's such a beautiful, like, full circle moment to have. Just to have that. Um, And, yeah. Okay, I think I found the place. There's some of the stuff of changes that I can't share, but some that I can and I will. So, I journaled this back in... Is there a date anywhere on here? No, there's not. But, so, um, on the top I wrote Embrace the Chaos, and then it says changes from February to May. Because from April to... Actually, there was so many changes... I don't know if I should just explain all the changes and then tell you how I've navigated it all. Um, But I changed schools last minute to graduate after going to the school for four years. Um, Graduated within like two months. So happy. I should have done that from the beginning, but I had to do what I had to do. For some reason, I was at that school. Um, And so then I graduated from it. And then, um, then I got a new job didn't like that very much stopped that so these are all like changes too that I've had um in control of and then uh then a change kind of happened that I couldn't control where I had the option to stay here in Colorado when I came out here in December but then I decided to go back home that was a really really tough decision I was going through a lot like I was super super extremely bad mental health from um, April 2022 to January 2023. Bad mental health. Like, some days were, like, debilitating. I couldn't do shit. Like, people didn't understand. I felt like I was nuts. So I finally had the most clarity that I have had in a while. So that was a lot of change that was, like, out of my control. Um, that kind of fucking sucked. But getting back into it. Um, so I moved to Colorado in February. Um, I deleted my own old Instagram in March. I was gonna go to an island and stay there for a while, get a one-way ticket. That fell through, so that was, um, that. And then I kind of, you know, ended things with somebody that I was talking to for a lot of months. Um, back in April, that was another change, like, big change I guess in my mindscape um deleted TikTok and got a new one in April um decided not to go to the island but go out west in April and then there might be a lot of background noise right now things might get chaotic for a minute um then I oh and then Um, I decided that I didn't want any of the old memories that I had (laughs) at all. So I deleted pretty much every single picture off of my 
iPhone. And some of them back up. Whenever dogs sometimes bark, it kind of like makes me angry. Hold on. Quick intermission for you guys. Trying to get the dogs in the house. Come on. I guess only one dog is going in the house. So anyhow, um, yeah, I thought it would be a good idea to delete all the photos off my iPhone because I had so many old memories. I just they didn't serve me and that kind of hurt me. And then I would go back and kind of reflect and I'm like, oh, I really wish I was that version of Hallie. But I just, I had to let go of that. Um, so yeah, I deleted a lot of memories, like 9,000 memories um, and like another 9,000 videos of memories. So that was all down the drain. That was a huge leap for me. Um, and then what else? Um, oh, okay, so that changed. And then these are the things that I was like, reassuring myself with it's like the part that i wanted to circle back around to so i was like 20 minutes of like me babbling about change <laughs> guess this is gonna be more of me babbling about change um but i wrote down you need to let go of this old version of you and step into this new plot that is going to be given um all the change that couldn't happen this past year is happening now so all the change that literally could not happen because my mental health is happening now and it's like recoiling out and I just have to be grateful for where I am even if sometimes it it's super scary but I have to embrace that and that's something that I came to conclusion of um change will happen a lot in your life and we're preparing you that's like um a whisper I got from like the universe is change is going to happen a lot and then we're preparing you for this change and change is a beautiful act um and then I started writing down like these little channeled pieces and it was like you're getting closer to the answer I can feel it um embrace the spiral don't limit li don't limit yourself yes you can I only claim the good 360 around protection I'm divinely supported um, but I'm not limited to stay anywhere and I'm not limited to go anywhere either. Um, sometimes everything you prepare for is just a stepping stone for things. So sometimes you will prepare for something big and then it just does not work out. And it was just a preparation for something even better that will happen down the road. Even if it makes no freaking sense in that moment. Um, I'm peeling back layers. And within that, I keep hearing this. I've seen it on a lot of my friends' stories it's just like it's constantly in my brain and it's you are a multifaceted being you are like an onion and I also see this analogy of like your inner child and I've talked about this a couple times so uh, explaining like inner child healing is I see like almost like the great wall of China like around my heart like that's the only like stone wall I can think of that's like really really sturdy um so it's like around my heart and then I knock that down with this version of me and I step in and I give that version of my younger self a hug. And then we step in and we knock down together. I hold that version of myself's hand and then we knock it down. And then we go in even further. And we continue to do that and continue to hold each other's hands going in of all these versions of myself until we get to the rawest version of my heart. 
Um, and so that's kind of like an onion. You're peeling back of all these layers of protection until you get to that soft core where that sprout would come out if you left that the onion out longer enough or longer long enough and or if you were to replant the onion that sprout would sprout from the middle of the center of the onion and therefore that's what it also reminds me of um and then during all of this that I was journaling about this change it was stormy outside so I wrote down the rain is falling on purpose and when I had a connection with somebody recently and we had a falling out um that night was a huge thunderstorm and so I was already there was so much inner thunder and lightning and anger and rage and sadness and depression and anxiety bubbling up but on the outside world it was also an incredibly powerful storm where there was like a shock of thunder and lightning and you could like feel the house almost like shake it was loud it was potent and it was really storming and I was like wow like I'm really I'm really in it right now um and so yeah I also wrote down let go of control me confusion (laughs) that's what I wrote down um and then I wrote down will someone call is someone coming and then I had the feelings like reach out to a couple of people like and they're definitely leading me in the right direction um but it's really interesting how you can go from like people being in your life and you thinking that they're going to be there forever to the next moment um it being completely different and there's again a lot of changes happening in my life with people that I thought were going to be in my life forever that will just not be there and um with falling out with friends there will always be two sides of a coin and people get to pick and choose what side they get to see and even though that's really really hard to digest I was even talking with my mom about this and she's like whatever side they get to pick will say a lot about them and say a lot about your connections with them and um all you have to do is like speak your honest truth when they ask and if they don't believe you then they can leave and um you know we our feelings are 100 percent valid a huge trigger of mine is when people are like you're playing the victim and for me that's like incredibly the deepest trigger because the narcissist in my life growing up would always like whenever I would feel a certain way and I'm like you're making me feel like shit they're like you're playing the victim I'm not doing shit to you and it's like you can't even take accountability for making me feel bad like that's not okay when I make somebody feel bad I do not second guess whether I actually made them feel bad or not if they actually feel bad then I made them fucking feel bad and I'm gonna say I am so sorry that was not in any of my like I I had no reason to make you feel bad. I was lashing out for some reason and I take full accountability. There are some times where I don't understand how I made them feel bad, but I will never say that their feelings aren't valid. I will say, I don't understand. I need a moment. You know, I don't understand how I made you feel bad. Can you explain a little bit more? But um, yeah, that's something that's like big for me is that that term victim and um I'm trying to think what else kind of goes along with that but that's like a big you know we always have like these um actually I need to go inside for a minute so take you guys with me we all have like these boundaries with the universe and I'll try to explain that deeper as well and I'll explain two of my boundaries with the universe that they know that the universe will hand it to me 
and will do these things when I know it's not meant for me. And that's the universe's clear sign. My older sister got me food for breakfast this morning, so I didn't finish it all, so I'm trying to put it in the fridge. <laughs> it's so interesting living in other people's spaces, too, because you get to learn who they are, especially, like, your siblings. If you didn't get, like, a, a chance to fully know them. Growing up, like, my siblings are... There's an eight-year difference between my third oldest sister and then my second oldest sister and my third oldest sister, there's eight years. And then my first oldest sister and my second oldest sister, there's eight years. So it's like, I didn't get a chance to, like, know any of them. So when I now, in my adult life now, get to try to comprehend their life and their trauma from my household and all these things and different awarenesses, it's really, really interesting to see them almost as, like, almost as no longer a sibling but of of a newborn friend it's like okay I want to know you I want to know why you do what you do I want to talk about what happened to you when you were younger and the household that we grew up in that I couldn't understand or stomach as a child and and so yeah or just like people in general like seeing their patterns and observing them is really really beautiful so circling back around to the boundaries that I have with the universe the first thing is puking my like I can't be around people when they're like constantly puking because I feel like I've never had this happen but I feel like I'm a sympathy puker like if I hear somebody puking around me it will make me nauseous if I smell puke around me it will make me nauseous like no um can't do that and nobody likes puking but puking is definitely one of those top things that like if I feel nauseous, I will cry. I will have a panic attack because I'm like, damn, I do not want to puke right now because that feeling fucking sucks ass. Some people are like, oh, it's not that bad. Or some people have had to deal with puking most of their life. But me, I'm just like, oh, hell no. So that's one of my boundaries with the universe is when somebody like, for instance, I was going to go do some volunteering at this place out west and there was a virus going around where it was like an airborne thing people are puking and that was my firm boundary from the universe that I'm not supposed to go there I was like that's a full body no for me I will not be going and dealing with that just so I can maybe have some pleasure afterwards um and the other thing is the word is the word victim is you sharing your trauma or you sharing something should never, ever be used against you. That is a big fucking no-no. And if somebody does that and it's just like, oh, you're playing the victim on this and you try explaining your honest feelings, no. That is not okay. That will never be okay. Your feelings are completely valid. And if whatever you're feeling in this moment you're feeling, you're going to fucking feel it and nobody should tell you otherwise, Okay. Um, so those are like my big boundaries with the universe and, and yeah, also a boundary with the universe is people like calling other people stupid or dumb or idiotic or even like the R word. I'm just like, "Mm, that does not feel okay. Like people are not intentionally quote unquote stupid or dumb. Nothing is quote unquote stupid or inherently dumb, you know? Like, there might be a situation, and sometimes I'll be like, oh, well, that was dumb. But not in a way of saying that person's dumb, in the way of that situation being like, well, that doesn't make sense, I guess. And it's such a big word in society that sometimes the word does come out of my mouth. But that's, like, another boundary of mine within myself and with others sometimes is, like, if you call me stupid, 
excuse me, I can't be around you either, you know? Um, one of my, like, traumas as, like, a child was I, I've had learning disabilities. Like, I swear to you I'm dyslexic. Half the words that I try to write down or, like, whenever I write something out I'll like add filler words in my brain but then I'll put it on social media and there's like missing words and I'm like wait I swear I read it over like four times and it made sense but I was like filling in words or like I've been tested for ADHD and I definitely had that and I definitely had anxiety and I definitely had depression and I'm none of these things define me I'm not any of these things these are just things that I've you know, gone through growing up being human, um, and I don't use them as a label in any way, but it, like, we already think that we're stupid, and I don't know if you guys can hear that, I think that's a type of bird, um, but we already think we're dumb or stupid in this lifetime, because we're all so confused on our existence, and I'll help our- I will hear people say all the time, like, oh, I'm so stupid, I'm so dumb, I'm the R-word. And I'm like, no, you're not. Just because, you know, it doesn't make sense to you does not mean that you're dumb. Not everything's supposed to make sense to us. That's part of being curious. Um, This is really a tangent that's gone off of change. But when you feel in the moment you need to share something and it's your honest truth, just share it. Um, if it's going to hurt somebody else, like if you're saying it directly to them, ask for like their, like, hey, I have some tough love. Can I share it with you? And if they're like, no, then do not say it to them. Um, but also, if it's not nice, don't say it at all. I grew up with four sisters and sometimes there was things said that like, I was like, why the fuck did you have to say that to me? Like, that didn't feel very good at all. And I'm the kind of person that lives by the golden rule of treat others the way you want to be treated. Like, if you're going to treat me like freaking dog crap, like, do you think you are deserving of that? Like, I don't, I don't understand here. But also, if you're feeling a lot of things in the moment and you want to share them as life lessons with others, share them. Like, the way somebody else is going to take it is not your responsibility I guess I don't really know how to wrap my head around that or say that in the appropriate type of pretty packaged way um like I whenever I learn a life lesson I like sharing it on social media because somebody else is going through it and I know that for a fact so I share it and I was doing that but the person I was in connection with said that that's not okay because it felt targeted towards her and even if it was a lesson that I learned from her it wasn't I hate you for it. that's why I'm sharing on social media it's I'm sharing it on social media because it was something that I just learned and I want other people to know they're not alone and that's okay if other people do that too if people learn a lesson from me and if they want to share it with the internet they can go ahead you know we talked about it it's it's shared it's go ahead with that um and there's definitely some gray area there if you don't talk about it. I've definitely made that mistake where like I did not talk about it fully and I would still post and then and they would be like somebody would be like well that feels kind of like gossip and that's completely valid I take a full accountability there was not any communication there and I will not do that again you know um but yeah so my final thoughts on change is Navigating change is A, ask for support from whoever and whomever you need. 
Um, I felt really, really lonely the past few weeks because I... Do you guys hear the birds? There's three of them that are flying above me. Um, I felt really, really lonely recently because I felt like nobody understood me and I felt like I was going crazy and then I finally had to like break out of like the space where I thought my family was really really bad um my family just wanted to help me and you know my old perceptions of them is not the same as who they are right now and I didn't really give them a chance to show me who they are now another group of three birds just flew above me damn um but as soon as everything started hitting the fan like really really bad the past week the only people that have really been here for me is my family. Like I came and I, one of my older sisters is like, I'll get you anything you need. I'll ship it out to where you're staying next. And I'm like, all right, awesome. Awesome. Like she, she wanted to buy me like a queen size air mattress, even though I already had a mattress to stand, but she didn't think it was comfortable enough. And she was like fighting with my other siblings. She's like, or my other siblings husband. She was like, Oh, but it's not comfortable enough. Like I'm going to ship out an air mattress. And they're like, no, we already have one. And I was like, the place I'm sleeping is perfectly fine. You know, I don't need anything else. And she, like, bought me any toiletries I needed. And she's been, like, buying me food. And, you know, even my mom's been really, really good about shipping things out to me that I'll need for my future endeavors. Because my family doesn't really want me home, not because they don't like me, but because they want to see me succeed. And I know being home, when I'm there, all I do is, like, sit in my room. And because all my friends are doing their own things, going off to college or moving themselves. And so it just was not a good environment. And... They know that it's no longer going to serve me. And even though sometimes it doesn't make sense, I understand in the long run um, after all. And, you know, where I'm staying right now is I have a bathroom to myself and I have a like a bed to myself. And I'm so grateful and I have food on a plate and I have clothes on my back and I have clean water to drink. And that is all that matters. And you know, some of my other family members are being really, really supportive with, um, you know, financials and, you know, a lot of my family knows circumstances that are happening right now and they'll just, they're just like, you're so powerful, like, I'm so fucking proud of you, you're fucking awesome and my sister also sent me like a pack of sticky notes and markers and is like, I want you to do positive affirmations all over wherever you're staying. He was like, she got me like a six pack of sticky notes of all different colors and a pack of pens of like 12 different colors and she's like, go ham and she, I'll call her every single day and she's like giving me new affirmations and she like reassured me how proud of um me she is and then like whenever I need any kind of reassurance I just go to her and I'm just like hey I need some extra acknowledgement I need some extra reassurance and a year ago I barely talked to the sister <laughs> a year ago I barely talked to the sister that I'm living with now you know, I have disconnected myself so much from family and that's what I had to do in that moment. Um, but right now I'm realizing that family is really, really there for you at the end of the day. And sometimes it's hard when they've hurt you in the past because you want to hold on to that. But you kind of got to let go. And the funny thing about time is time is just an illusion and time heals at the same time. Like, I guess days, I don't even know what time is, but circumstances change and you can't stay mad forever, but you can set up boundaries and then forgive when you want to. And you don't owe anybody anything and you don't owe anybody an explanation or an understanding, but my family has been so incredibly supportive of me and my endeavors and all I have is a bunch of love from them. And I feel so incredibly blessed to even belong to a family that can have the capacity to be this loving even though every family has their fucked up tales and every family has their baggage um 
but that's one thing that I've really had to surrender is letting go of the old narratives I have towards people and kind of being like, okay, it's going to be really, really hard for me to set aside what happened in the past, but I will do it and I will lead with this day forward. And if something happens, I can always step back. Um, And yeah, but also when you need to have firm boundaries and you need to cut losses with people, also do not feel guilty. And also the last thing is good things sometimes feel like fucking ass. Like the change that's been happening, I know it's a good thing. I know that what I'm going to be doing next in my life is going to be fucking rad. It's going to be fucking awesome. But within that, some days it's so incredibly uncomfortable. And some days I just sob and I cry and I'm shaking and I'm you know, depressed and I'm anxious and I'm all these things and I'm mourning and I'm grieving and I don't know what to do. And then that moment will pass. Um, and so just allowing yourself to feel that, like I said in the episode yesterday. So this is just a little, little rant, um, again, about these things that I'm learning, things that are not okay. And also, um, my phone is at 3%, so I had to wrap this up, but sometimes actions are not like quote unquote normal and if you are second guessing and something doesn't feel okay ask somebody else around you even if you have to like ask family if that is the case um and be like is this normal that this person did this or is this okay that this person did this and even if it makes sense to you because you might have an anxious attachment style or might be scared of losing them if they say that's not fucking okay trust your gut and trust your family's hopefully wanting what's best for you and I've been sharing with my family some things that's been happening in my life and they're like that's not okay that's not okay at all and I'm like oh I thought that was like normal but I also wouldn't have known unless I stepped into this place and unless I actually like you know created this change and this newness so people are going to do what they're going to do people are going to see the perspective that they're going to see people are going to leave people are going to come in Every door that is open and closed will also be open and closed again, you know. So if somebody walks out or you need to leave, somebody new will come in and fill that spot. Um, and I know that might seem weird or feel weird in your body, but that's one of the beauties of, of the universe is keeping your heart open to all of that. So that was a great as podcast episode i got a lot of good things a lot of good lessons off my chest again it might not make sense to everybody you don't have to over explain yourself people that are open and receptive to hearing or it makes sense to them or they're learning through the same life lessons it will make sense to them and they will be able to validate your experience and people that are going through totally different things or that invalidate your experience are not meant to be there right now let that door close so I love you all from behind the screen. I wish I could give you a forehead kiss and a big old bear hug. Um, So just imagine that warm, fuzzy energy entering your room with your consent and just like letting my heart explode to the world. So I'll talk to you when I talk to you next, but bye-bye.